welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Have you ever, like, been mistaken for someone on, like, out in public or done the opposite and thought somebody was somebody that they were not? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I, um, invited someone to dinner in fairness, you know, the kids were starting, had started a new, um, he had, our son had gone from elementary to middle and you're getting to know other parents and you don't really like see them and stuff a lot uh-huh. like you do in elementary. Anyway, there were two new families of friends of Cully's and, um, I got them confused in my mind uh-huh. and I thought, um, it would be great to have them over for dinner. And so I invited them over for dinner and did not realize that I had actually confused who I had invited. Ooh. Um, did you not like the one you invited? No, I totally did. But, um, she had this particular person that I had invited had lost her husband. He had died. Oh my gosh. Several years. And I knew that. Um, and I probably would have just done a girl's dinner with her, right? Instead of inviting her over to have dinner with me and my husband at Oh, my house. gosh. So, here, true so, story. If you invited me to dinner and I walked in with you, Matt, I'd be like, this is an intervention. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it was really sweet. And she, it was a great evening. But, you know, I had explained to Matt, he's so gracious because I'm always inv- introducing <laughs> him to new people, about this couple that was going to come to dinner and oh, all the things, gosh. and she shows up by herself, and I'm trying, and I mean, when I open the door, I figure <gasps> it out, You right? didn't figure it out until you opened the door? Yeah. Oh, so and then I'm like, this obviously was over text or email. Yeah, 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 yeah. You oh, know, and goodness. I just like had the people and the names, like it was just all mixed up in my head, and I was probably doing like 45,000 other things, like I usually am too. So I just didn't think about it. I opened the door, I'm like, oh, snap. This is a whole different story. And I had just finished filling Matt in on about this couple. But they weren't the ones at the door. It was just this mom. And love her. I mean, amazing woman. And so great that she came, like I said. But um, I I couldn't figure out how to communicate that to Matt. I was in an emergency situation. And I was just like, he was wondering, where's the husband? (laughs) And, um, oh, Matt, you go through a lot here, buddy. <laughs> Does Allison give you cliff notes as a couple walks in the door? Like, here you go. <laughs> so anyway, it was really uncomfortable. And I think he did actually get something out like, oh, is your husband coming separately or something? <gasps> and I'm like trying to give him signals. I'm like, oh, no, um, her husband, um, you know, passed away a few years ago. And oh he is looking gosh. at me like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Am I on candid camera? I mean, y'all, true story. It is hard to be me sometimes. Hard to be you? What about Matt? <laughs> such a good story. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Here anyway, comes that bus, Matt. It's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. The thing was, I mean, at least I knew when she opened the door um, that I had gotten it wrong. I just couldn't communicate it to Matt quick enough. So, you know, when I pose that question, I'm thinking of all the awkward times. I'm like, hey, what's up, Anne? And it's not Anne. And, you know, I keep <laughs> screaming Anne and nobody turns around. And that feels awkward. But you had dinner over this awkward situation. You God got bless that. You. Yeah, people don't feel so bad when you just call somebody by the wrong name. That's nothing. <laughs> just think I, about my story. I remember I was working in a bar and a friend of mine had gotten married. And 
she was a really good friend, but then, you know, we moved on, but then I was invited to the wedding, so I'd only seen the husband once or twice in my defense. So then he comes to the bar with a group of guys, and I didn't know him to know that that would be totally out of character for him. So, I mean, I talked all night to this guy, passing by and stuff about how's April, blah, blah, blah. They just kept going with it, like... Oh my I gosh, they, it was probably like a joke to them. Correct. It's like, here's the crazy lady who thinks you know April. <laughs> they still tell that story on their yes. podcast. So <laughs> screw you guys for not like being, who's April? That they is were not just April. trying to be polite. No, they were having fun with me. It was that kind of bar. They were just enjoying. Yeah, anyway. Oh my gosh. So a little bit, we both have some experience with mistaken identity. Oh, <laughs> Holy yeah. cow. It makes me think, it, I was recently thinking about all of the identities that I have worn over the years. Mm. Just, I'm not young. I'm not a spring chicken. <laughs> me neither. I'm an old crotchety hen. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. Um, I'm a hen that can act like a rooster sometimes. Yeah, girl. <laughs> but I was just thinking of all the different identities or personalities or... I don't know what you want to call it, that I have worn over the years. You know, I mean, partly because my job was a magician's assistant and I used to sing on stage as different people. So that was part of my job. But then at the same time, I mean, like I'm Melissa, the magician's assistant. And so Melissa, the magician's assistant on Monday night wears fake eyelashes and wigs and, you know, fishnets and costumes and she Mm. dazzles and then Melissa on Tuesday, less 12 hours later, is like a mom who's exhausted and miserable and, you know, just getting by. I'm not... Anyways. And interestingly enough, in just regular life, we have those exhausted moms who put on their sparkly, their eyelashes and their sparkly lipstick and all the things and go out into the world each day. And they're not magician's assistants, but they're trying to be. By covering up Mm. how they really are feeling inside because we are, we're out there mingling, right? Yeah. In the world with other groups of people who are also doing, putting on their things. All their (laughs) fake things. All their fake things. That's right. But you know, I don't even think I realized when I was doing it, what I was doing. So I think oftentimes we end up putting on these identities that we're not even aware. Yeah. We're not trying to be fake. Right. Right. Like, I mean, maybe some people are, but generally speaking, no one's trying to be... Inauthentic. Right. We're not trying to blame anybody for that. I think we all get caught up in, in that fitting in. And so here's my, like, where's the line when we get into these groups of people, um, whatever that is, of like fitting in, being respectful and kind of fitting in versus falling in line with oh. those other people's actions and... Emulating them. Yeah. hmm So I don't know if I'm, I emulate people. What I do is I isolate from them. Oh, interesting. I mean, yeah. I remember, so when we started homeschooling, number one, y'all, I did not want to homeschool. I really hate school, all that. I, I love learning, but I just don't like the institution of school. So I'm thinking I'm the last person that needs to homeschool somebody, <laughs> right? Um so I go to this co-op because that's what all the homeschool people do. So yeah. here I am like, oh, I'll go to a co-op. Yeah, let's go to a co-op. because yeah, who wants to do it alone? Right. And I go and it is, uh, we are not cut from the same cloth. We really aren't. 
Um, and it was very evident. Did from, they have on jean jumpers? Well, jean dresses. Jean overall. Thingy. Yeah. And I call it free ranging. Like they free range their children. And what that means is they'll learn. My, my two-year-old running around in the parking lot um, in a diaper with no supervision. I'm at least 500 you know, feet away. He'll be fine. The, the kid climbing into the unlocked van that's at two years old, probably the same kid running around the diaper, honking the horn while the mom's just sitting there talking. What is happening? I'm like, what, what is going on right now? Okay. So we had to, we had to stop going to that co-op, y'all. Um, but I, I didn't fall in, but I isolated. So then what did right. I become? To them, I became like the hard ass, if you will. Oh, right. Or, yeah. You know, and I actually... The oddball. The oddball. And I appreciated that more than the other. Yeah, I feel like I'm always the oddball in life. And I have just had to learn to embrace that I'm just the weird one. Not uh, weird? My kids call me the weird one. I wonder which one of us they call weird when they got us together. Hmm. I don't know. I think all kids call their parents weird, yeah. too. If we're being honest. <laughs> well, it's hard, right? So you didn't stick with that group. It was uncomfortable for you. You had to remove yourself, which I think is um, a really great example of some of the things that we need to do sometimes, depending on the group. For example, um, we have a friend who was recently at just a guy's weekend kind of thing. And there were some things going on that just... I mean, he was not comfortable with. Yeah. And he was like, what? I, like, we're all grown men. Right. Well, you know, like, why are we acting like teenagers? Uh. Anyway, um, he, you know, he stayed, obviously not participating in certain things and, you know, kind of found a group within the larger group that was more like him. Oh. Right? So he stuck it out a little bit. He did. He's like, I didn't want to be that guy. Right. Um. But he certainly didn't, he didn't approve. And it wasn't going to be a long-lasting thing. Okay. You know, it was a short-term thing. It right. wasn't a group that he has to be with all the time. But I think, you know, there, that, he finding your people within the group. Like, I remember when we started homeschooling. That I didn't want to homeschool either. Right. I never thought I would homeschool, but the Lord just changed my heart. We did it for three years. And it was wonderful. I would do it again right now. Oh, I actually. love it right now. But of course, I had to figure out my version of it. Right. That's exactly right. And so we also joined this great group. Loved it. But it was, you know, some people are really, everybody's different, super hardcore about following all the whatever, whatever. And I, uh, Cully had one of his little mentor teacher people who I loved. And she said to me one day, she said, um, just once you know, like a lot of people here have totally drunk the Kool-Aid. Like they are drinking the Kool-Aid. They don't do any, they don't stray from any of the guidelines. They do everything by the book. She said, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I just want you to know that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker either. I never drink the Kool-Aid. Like it is, I think that's why I'm not good in big group settings. But it was like, what did I think about, I felt so comfortable then just knowing there was one other person there. Right. In that whole place that wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. You know, like we, we were all there and we were all doing great and we were working together and we liked each other and it was great for the kids. But just knowing that there was someone else that was like-minded like me and I just wonder how would it have been if she had never said that? What oh. if she had not had the courage yeah. to say that to me? You would have left like I did. 
Probably. This is how but. it went. Hey kids, mine wasn't as crazy as yours. It hey does kids, now. what do you what do you hate the most about your week? Monday mornings. Me too. Guess what? We're quitting today. Oh, that's just how I roll. <laughs> I like it's a, it, it's in my head for a long time, and I'm processing and yeah. I'm making, and then I just do a swift little and bye bye. There you go. <laughs> and bye bye for now. You're the principal, so. Oh, and by the way, the whole drinking the Kool-Aid thing, if y'all don't know where that term comes from, it is a fascinating story. So look it up. Um, it's I want to know. Oh, gosh. So it stems back from, I, I'm going to get it wrong because it's been so long since I looked it up because I thought, what does drinking the Kool-Aid mean? Like when I was a kid, I wanted the Kool-Aid man to come busting through my door, right? So I wanted to drink the Kool-Aid, but um, it is comes from a cultish thing. Where everybody drank oh. this drink and they all died. Oh, okay. I, I do know that. I just don't remember just all the I details. I can't remember who it was either. Yeah. Branch Davidian or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was before that. So don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> um, so we know why we, you know, take on these identities. Well, what identities have you worn over your... Oh my gosh, which one haven't I? The mom who has it all together... The super Christian, the, um, I don't know, the judgy mom that talks about the other people on the playground, the, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I isolated yeah. at that point. You know, like, you're standing in this circle of women who would, when the kids were little, you know, talk about all the teachers and the other parents and the kids, and I was so uncomfortable, but I was standing there. And it was like, if you're standing here, you're participating. Oh, okay, So I would girl. go sit by myself and, and go through Tuesday folders okay. <laughs> or do something. And so I kind of isolated in that situation too. But, you know, I think, I mean, I don't know. There's a thousand. Like the good, there's the daughter, there's the wife. Like what kind of wife are you? What kind of mom are you? What kind of person are you? The person who has it all together, but really just goes home and cries. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> Were the, you in my home last night? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the one who looks like she has it all together, but leaves the house with her shirt on inside out and backwards. You okay, know, that like, was so last week. You I, are so forgiven for that. <laughs> oh, good, thanks. But, you know, like, all through my life. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, just always, we always, I mean, it's our human nature to want to fit in. To want to be successful, to want to be liked, to want all of those things accepted. So when I look back at all my personas, I think I just wanted to be left alone. Isn't that crazy? Like, I just want people to know, just don't mess with her. Don't cross this line. I'll be kind to you. Don't cross the line. Mm -hmm. And, but it's not really, is it a persona? So I think I, I adopted these personas or I maybe accentuated this part of my personality more mm-hmm. maybe it's not a full persona but I'm accentuating that first part of my personality more and you know holding back others so people would leave me alone yeah you need those slippers that one of them has the word bad on it and the <laughs> other one has a donkey on it right like yeah. you because you grew up where you didn't always feel protected right as a child and so you put on that Maybe not a mistaken identity, but you wanted your identity to be, don't mess with me. Well, no. Right. Right. And then... As a protection measure. So then people, that's just who I became to people, right? Like, that's who I was. There were other parts to me, but nobody knew them. Right. Interesting. That is interesting. And I think 
that goes, that speaks to everything in our lives. When we take something to an extreme, Uh because it's not as if that's a bad quality. Right. But when we take anything to an extreme, even if it's a personality trait, it usually works against us. Mm -hmm. It is a detriment to ourselves and to our relationships. There it is. And it's just like ice cream. Everything in moderation. Like, you should eat ice cream. Unless you're lactose intolerant. Oh, Don't do it. It doesn't work out well. Right. (laughs) But, like, not every day. And not for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right? Every now and then. Yeah. And a cheeseburger. I really wanted one last night. But I didn't have one. I'm going to wait a little while because I had a steak last weekend. Okay. You know? I'm going to go. I'm taking you for a cheeseburger after this. (laughs) But I think, you know, we, we often talk about why do we take on these identities and we it's about protection it's about fear it's you know fear that someone sees us for who we are fear of our struggles fear of our insecurities um and we all have insecurities I said this to somebody just the other day and I said well there's just an insecurity there and we all have them even you have one and you know how'd that go (laughs) (laughs) um fine I mean I knew who I was talking to we're very close and so And we were able to talk about what that insecurity was. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to talk about those things. You know, I wasn't being like, ooh, you're so insecure. I was saying we all have them, even you. Yes. And to have a conversation about that. But I think what I'd like to finish up with is how do we not do this? How do we not? Like, we know why. Right. We know why we do all these things. Mistaken identity. Fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. But how do we not do it? How do we not put on these personas that, how can we just be confident mm-hmm. in who we are? Well, first, I think you really have to get to know who you are. Because <laughs> bing, 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 bing. at our ages <laughs> that we are, we're not sure how old all of you are, but in your 40s, you've definitely put on some layers. Well, and you've also lived, there's two sides of that. The longer you live, the more you have lived with yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, and the more you know who you are, especially if you, hopefully, you've done some work with a counselor and some self-reflection and and with the Lord and quiet time with Him and reading who you are. Um, Like, truthfully, not what the world says. Uh, But we also get to the point where it's like, I really don't care what you think. Oh, I really yeah. don't. There's a, more of a confidence that comes with age. Yeah, like when you hit 40, your confidence is starting to build and watch out. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen when we hit 50. In a <laughs> I can't days. wait. Be like, girl, I don't even <laughs> care, you know. Um, but there is some more of that. But I don't, I, I mean, I say that, but I have also been doing work. Right. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. It is hard to sit down with someone and open a counselor um, in the Lord and to really be honest and to really open up and to really do the personality inventories uh-huh. and all the things and understand yourself and to want to change it and understand it. Yeah, because the truth is, if you don't do the work and get to the root of why that is happening, then you'll just change one for another, right? It's just yeah. like taking one vice and moving to another. Like, oh, look, I'm not going to binge eat. I'm going to binge watch Netflix. Look, I'm not going to binge watch Netflix. I'm going to binge shop. I'm going to clean my house to the nth degree because that is far better than dealing with everything else going on in my head. Yeah, that's 
staying busy works for a little while. Yeah. But then you do reach a crashing point. Yes. And I think that as we take this journey of getting to know ourselves better, and there is a confidence that builds and a strength in like, this is just who I am. You know, I, I just, if this, I can't, I don't have the energy to be anyone else. I mean, I, I used to spend so much time and energy being whoever everybody wanted me to be. I, I'm too tired. I just, I don't even care. I mean, yeah. not that I don't care about people, but it's like, this is all I got. Yes. This is who I am. And I really like you. And I hope we can be friends. But if, if you don't like me for who I am, then that's okay. We can walk away from this. You right. Know? And I'm okay with that. There is a peace in knowing who you are and a confidence that is so amazing. Yeah, and I think a lot of that confidence comes from knowing that God created you a certain way. And, and you're not alone. Right. There are more people like you. Yep. I don't care. Like, there's only so many different kinds of personalities in the world, right? And we got a lot of people. So we're never alone in what who, what we're like. I think it comes back to you and I were um, doing an event. Gosh, this was a while ago. And I think our title was, if it requires fake smiling, I'm not going. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> it's so true. And and here's, I think, a really dis- important disclaimer as we close. Even though you begin to find a confidence and strength and security in who you are, it doesn't mean that your feelings won't get hurt. And it doesn't mean that sometimes you won't feel left out. It doesn't mean everything's perfect. And it doesn't mean that you're going to feel 100% confident about this every single day. It's right. great to have it and to grow towards that. But things will, things do happen oh, where yes. I'm like, oh, that really hurts my feelings. Why would they have not chosen me? Or why did was I not included? Or, you know, and those things. But what happens is with the growth, it lasts a lot shorter and it doesn't affect you as deep as it used to and for as long. Yeah. The, the deep part I think is it because when you take that why and you really compare it to what you know about yourself now and mm-hmm. who you are in Christ and how God wired you, you're like, well, that's why. Cool. And I I'm think, okay with that. <laughs> right. And I think our tendency is always to be or is always what's wrong with me. Uh Me, 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 me. And really, it's like, it's not always about us. It's like whatever's going on in the other person's mind. Like, maybe they're insecure. Yes. Maybe they can't handle the truth that you give. Maybe they don't, like, you know, there are other people involved in everything. It's not just about us. And so just being able to understand the dynamics of both sides Mm -hmm. is eye-opening as well. I agree. I love that. Mm, the case of mistaken identity. Mm, hmm. Interesting. Hey, if you have had mistaken identity, whether it be a serious one or a funny one like Allison's and you like had a whole dinner with someone that you didn't know, um, drop, drop it below. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining <laughs> us this week on The Center in the Saint. <laughs>